This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. The city of Calgary is transforming their downtown core. The city has a program that's doing office conversion into residential units, hotels, schools, and performing arts centers. The program is the cornerstone of the city's downtown strategy. Cheryl McMullen manages the program. Cheryl is the manager of investment and marketing for the city of Calgary's downtown strategy team. Hey, Cheryl, great to chat with you this morning. Thank you for waking up early, and I hope it's uh, not too cold out there right now. No, I did a very quick drive into downtown, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. Uh, Cheryl, I want to go back in time. Where did this all begin? What was the kernel of this idea? So it's interesting. This idea really started in Calgary back in about 2014, 2015, when the oil and gas sector really started to change. Um, There was a lot of consolidation. Companies were leaving Calgary. The result of all of that was a lot of vacant space started to build in our downtown core because when the oil and gas companies left, there was a ripple effect through all of the supporting industries as well. Things like law offices, accounting firms, engineering firms. So our vacancy rate was starting to continually climb. When we looked at what was happening at the time, there was also a lot of new buildings coming online. So that was a forecast that there was going to be even more vacancy coming in the future. So we started to look at what could we do with those buildings. Fast forward to about 2018, 2019, the vacancy rate was north of 25%, which is, in today's terms, not that, not as bad as it is now. But we really started to look at, okay, what can we do with these buildings? Given climate concerns and things like that, it doesn't make sense to demo them. We couldn't have these buildings remain vacant for an extended period of time. So that's where the whole notion of converting to office space to residential really took hold and we started to explore that much more deeply Um, and then that kind of moved forward through the pandemic where vacancies as you've seen became much worse and in 2021 that's when we actually launched our program. I'm going to tip my hand uh, editorially here. I've been talking about this idea on air for about four years and I was delighted when I saw that you and your colleagues were working so hard on this. But it's not simply about outcomes. Process is so important here. So what are some of the guidelines that office building owners and developers have to adhere to to take part in the program? So one of the key things that... um is the main criteria. So you need to be in the greater downtown area. The city of Calgary has done a lot of work to look at putting together our greater downtown plan, which looks at a revitalization plan for all of downtown. So that basically goes north from the river out to the East Village area on the east side, downtown west on the west, not including the West Village, and all the way down south through the Beltline. So you need to be located in that area. It must be an office building. Currently, we're giving priority to the downtown core, so that's everything north of the tracks, uh, not including the bookends of uh, East Village. Um, And then you also need to own the building, have a purchase and sale agreement in place for the building, and you have to have a strong team that has the ability to execute. I understand the incentive in general for any business owner to want to fill these vacancy rates, but what kind of incentives are in place to get people to actually go through the work and go through the process here? So this really is an incentive program. And what we were aiming to do is to, when we looked at all the analysis, we wanted developers to actually be able to move quickly 
to convert these buildings from the vacant office space into residential. So we worked really closely with Calgary Economic Development and the Real Estate Sector Advisory Committee, which was comprised of a lot of development expertise throughout Calgary. Uh, it could be from single family, office buildings, residential properties. We had a group come together and say, how much would it require to actually, if you have a building owner kind of on the fence about what do I do with this building? What do I, how do I take that next step? How much should we offer an incentive to basically defray some of the costs and risks around converting from office to residential? What's gonna make a difference? And that's where we landed on the $75 a square foot number, which became the basis of our program. Now this $75 a square foot was originally designed to cover about 30% of the construction costs associated with these office conversions. And we of course wanna minimize risk to the city, so we don't provide that money up front. You need to go through your entire development process and actually get occupancy for us to pay that money out to you. Mm. I, I know some of these projects are coming into fruition and are, are going to start housing people very shortly. I watched a, a CTV news story about this, and some of the units look absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And I, I know it wasn't you in there with a hammer yourself doing that, but I think that's also a really important part of this. It's not just about building housing. It's about building great housing. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. So the project that you're talking about is the cornerstone. So when you, uh, it's kind of almost a little play on words there, <laughs> maybe intentional. So cornerstone is going to be the first project. You can see it there in the early days of construction. Um, the cornerstone, that's going to be opening mid-February, likely for occupancy. That one, the developer Astor Group, uh, led by Maxim Olszewski, his goal was to create attainable luxury. So that's what you saw in those units. And funny anecdotal story, I was doing a panel um, back in the fall at the real estate forum and Max was on the panel, so was I. Uh, there was a number of others and we were talking about office conversions and reinvigorating downtown. And when we put together a slide deck, I'd asked him if he had some uh, renderings of the units. So these slides are going by and then uh, afterwards, we went on a tour of the building and I didn't realize the units were done. They weren't renderings. They were actually photos wow. of the units. So it was like, oh, okay. So these, his renderings ended up being reality in what they were able to build. And they did a fantastic job of making those units um, something that I would be happy to live in. Supply in the market naturally yes. is going to lend itself to affordability, but how is this part of a maybe a broader afford or how could this be part of a broader affordable uh, housing strategy? So right now, that's a great question, and it's a top-of-mind issue for a lot of people, well, most people across the city, especially for us here at the city of Calgary. Affordable housing is a concern, and there's a need for housing all across the housing spectrum. The, all of the projects in our program are rental units, and most are being offered at market. What we're seeing as some of the marketing strategies are being developed for these projects, they could potentially be a step down from new build pricing, so just a little bit of a discount to market from normal new builds in the downtown. But what we've also been able to achieve through our program is because of the rapid increase in interest rates over the last couple of years, a lot of our program applicants, the developers, are trying to access Canada, uh, CMHC financing through either an MLI select program or residential construction financing initiative program. And both of those programs, in order to be eligible to get a reduced rate of borrowing, you need to either offer affordable housing units, and that's defined as a discount to market, so about 20% below market rates. 
you have to support climate goals or offer accessible units. So what we found is almost all of our applicants are accessing that CMHC. So we're being able to achieve a whole bunch of units that are below market and it's locked in for as long as they have that CMHC financing in place. Cheryl, I'll make this confession to you. I might live in Toronto, but I'm not a Torontonian. I grew up elsewhere, <laughs> but I'm going to put a little bit of a Toronto lens on this question because what you're doing here is such a great idea. And because other cities have very similar situations, I believe the report out of Toronto last week said about 27% vacancy in the office spaces in downtown cores. Have other cities reached out to you to, to get a gander, an idea of your plan? Absolutely. We talk pretty much weekly now to Canadian cities and also a lot of U.S. cities. It's interesting. We've had a number of conversations with Toronto. Uh, they've got, they're at the crux of part of the housing crisis as well, is when you look at newcomers coming into Canada, a lot of them come to Toronto first and then disperse elsewhere. We're also getting a lot of new immigrants and also interprovincial migration into Calgary. Toronto's case is a little bit unique. It's interesting because if you take current office space, and I think this is some of the things that the Toronto City Council is currently trying to work on, if you take current office space and convert it to a new use, you have to replace that office space. Mm. It's called mm. replacement of employment space. So the City Council is currently looking at, and I believe it's Councillor Brad Bradford, who's looking at how to make some changes to the planning requirements so that older office buildings can actually be repurposed to provide residential. Some of them just are not uh, conducive to being an office building any longer. But how do you get rid of that automatic requirement for that developer to replace office space? There's new other space being planned. So tricky little uh, wrinkle yeah. that they have in Toronto. The, the housing crisis is going to require a lot of creativity, and I think you and your colleagues are definitely onto something here. Cheryl, on the way out the door, I'll tell you this. I visited Calgary for work earlier this year, spent the weekend with some friends, blown away by the beauty of your downtown core. You and your colleagues are doing an exceptional job. Well, thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate it. <laughs> That's me uh, kissing up to the guests. Cheryl, thank you for this. <laughs> Hope you're staying warm out there. Definitely. Thank you for the opportunity. Have a great day. That's Cheryl McMullen. Cheryl is the manager of investments and marketing for the city of Calgary's downtown strategy team. Big thank you to uh, Cheryl for stopping by. Coming up after the break, you know the pulse on AMI-audio. That's a show that I used to host. Joey DeGupta holds the reins of that show now. The show's back from... Uh, you know, a little time off over the holidays. So Juita's going to stop by and tell you about a couple of the episodes that are on the front burners, the back burners, and everywhere else on the stove in between. Maybe even the warming drawer where you store your frying pans. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.